Let us pray. God, we come before you with your praise on our lips, yes, but also, God, we pray for uh, the situation in Afghanistan. God, we lift up those who are hurting, those who are suffering, those uh, who lost family members there, Father. We pray for peace in that situation. We pray for protection in that situation, God. We lift up all of those who are affected. God, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Louisiana right now who are preparing to face a possibly Cat 5 hurricane. God, we pray that you would calm that storm, that you would place a hedge of protection around your people there, God, and help us to remember to respond in kind the way that Louisiana's Cajun Navy responded to us during Hurricane Harvey. God, help us to be your hands and feet in this situation as well. God, we lift up um, all of those who are hurting in our community and around the world who are continuing to suffer from this COVID-19 pandemic. God, we lift up our school system. We lift up those administrators who have to make decisions on behalf of students and teachers everywhere, God, um, that they would make wise choices for you. God, we pray protection for them, for their staff. We pray protection for our students who are in these schools, God, that they would still have an amazing year, that they would have a great educational experience in spite of COVID and the changing world around them, God. We pray for all of those who are continuing to suffer from COVID. We lift up our children's workers. We lift up our nursery workers. We lift up our youth workers. God, we lift up Pastor Trey and his family, God. We pray that there would be health, that there would be healing, there would be wellness, God, so that they could continue to do all that you have called them to do in your kingdom. God, as we seek to be your hands and feet on earth, we pray protection over this congregation, God, that we would remain healthy and that we would continue to seek your will above all things so that we may go forward and do the work that you have prepared in advance for us to do. God, we also lift up uh, Clifford Hines' brother-in-law, who is going to have cataract surgery in a few weeks. And God, we lift up uh, Bobby Denson and her nephew, Jim Bryan, and their family as well. God, we also lift up Beth Corson's mother, Aline Wise, um, who is having spells. God, we pray that you would be in each of these situations, that you would be in their midst, that you would grant them uh, wellness, God, but also that you would grant them peace that surpasses all understanding, God. And Lord, when our hearts are so heavy from so much that is going on in this world, God, we lift up to you those things that we don't even speak out loud, but that we hold close to our hearts, God. We know that you hear those prayer requests, God. And so we lift them up to you and we commend them into your holy hands, into your holy care, God. Help us to trust you and to leave them there. Yes. God, when our hearts have no words, when it's just groanings in our spirits because we can't express to you the depth of the hurt, God, thank you that you gave us the words to pray so long ago through your son when you said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
God, our Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning thanking you for another chance to hear your word. Please hide me behind the cross that they may see you and not me. We pray that the Holy Spirit will descend upon this place so every mind, every heart will be open to your word and your voice. Let the meditation of our hearts, meditation of our souls be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So our scripture reading comes from the book of Romans. If any of y'all were in our Wednesday night service a few years ago, we stayed about half a year in Romans and thought we'd never get out of there. I mean, it was good, but it was torture at the same time. But uh, we are going to be visiting Romans again this morning in chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have attained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we still were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more surely then, now that we have been justified by his blood, we will be saved through him from the wrath of God. For if we, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more surely, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life. But more than that, we even boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So we're continuing our Summer of Rock, Volume 3, the Unplug Edition. This must be a box set. There's some good stuff coming out of this uh, service this, this time of the round. And we are going to be looking at track number six, which is Tears in Heaven by the great Eric Clampton. Eric Clampton is... Uh, in my uh, family was a household name. You go to my grandma's house, you hear uh, Eric Clampton, B.B. King, ZZ Hill, ZZ Top, all of those classics. You can hear blaring from that eight track or that stereo system, whatever we had back then, and it would just be blaring. It was a household name. But Eric Clampton is one of the greatest singers that we have of all time. His full name, Eric uh, Patrick Clayton, is uh, he's English. He's from uh, the uh, English colony over there. And he's a blues guitarist, a singer, a songwriter. He's referred to as one of the most important influential guitarists of all time. As a matter of fact, he was ranked second in Rolling Stones list of the 100 greatest guitarists of all time and fourth in Gibson's top 50 guitarists of all time. He was also named number five in Time Magazine's list of the 10 best electric guitar players. He has collaborated with all types of uh, artists from the rock and roll era and the blues era, including 
B.B. King and George Harrison. He is wonderful. He can make a guitar sing to you, talk to you, have a conversation with you. That's how great his guitar playing is. My personal favorite song that he does is uh, wonderful tonight. Uh, it's uh, smooth. It puts you to sleep. It did me last night when I was getting ready for today. And it is, it is wonderful. And if you ever have a chance to watch uh, Blues Brothers 2000, which I'm still trying to figure out how Dan Aykroyd got all of the legends of blues and rock in one place. You can see Eric Clapton doing his part as a part of the Louisiana Gator Boys. Toward the end of the movie, he's playing guitar with all of the legends. There's B.B. King and Dr. John and everything, and they're just having a good old time. But this, this, this man is amazing when it comes to his music. So today, we're looking at Tears in heaven, and this song was written by Clampton and uh, Will Jennings. It first appeared in 1991 on the Rush movie soundtrack, and it was one of Clampton's best sellers here in the, in the United States. It reached number two on the Billboard charts here, and back at its home in the United Kingdom, it reached number five on the charts, and it won many Grammys and, and uh, all type of accolades it received. But this song was actually born out of a tragedy in his life. It was born at a time, a dark moment in Clampton's life when he experienced the accidental death of his four-year-old son, Connor. See, Connor's son, his son, was with his ex-girlfriend. They were uh, in his uh, apartment. They were living with his mom and all in New York City. And on March the 20th, 1991, Connor was playing around the window that was left open by janitorial workmen that was working on the apartment. He fell out the window, not a two-story or one-story, but 53 floors down to his death. Clanton was not even at the apartment. He was at a hotel Nearby, he was getting ready to, to pick up Connor to go to uh, a father-son lunch, and then they were going to go to the Central Park Zoo and spend some time. But when he got the phone call that his son had fell out the window, way out the window, his world changed. It's like he wasn't there. When he came up to the apartment and saw the police and saw all the ambulances there, he said, it's like it wasn't, my, it wasn't my son that did this. It wasn't even real. So he went into a dark place with this, and he could not even begin to fathom how and why this happened to his son. So in this song, Clinton is saying that he's not even worthy of going to heaven because of this tragedy that he experienced. Hence the lyric included in the song, I must be strong and carry on because I know I don't belong here in heaven. Just think what type of feeling he was had in his mind and his heart to make him think of such a thing. He thinks he's not worthy to go to heaven. But in reality sense, none of us are worthy of going to heaven. Not through our merits. We're not worthy. We're not even worthy to be sitting in this sanctuary right at this moment of all of the things that we do and say to each other and think toward each other. We're not even worthy. 
We are not even worthy to gather up the crumbs from underneath the Lord's table. And that's how low you can go as far as trying to be what he's called you to be. We still can't do it. But, I love that but, but yet, we have been made worthy to gain access to heaven through the merits of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with the sacrifice that he made on the cross. And that love that oozed from the cross, all we have to do is grab a hold to it. See, the Apostle Paul, he uh, took time with the Roman church and at the beginning of this, and he was telling them, no one... <coughs> Is righteous. There is no one, not even one. I don't care what status you come from. I don't care what house you have, how big it is, how much money you have in a Roman bank. No one is righteous, not even one. Or as Pastor Trey would put it, you're trash fire. You're not living right. You ain't fitting. You just ain't fitting for the kingdom. But Paul tells them later on that they are worthy through Christ. Because, see, the Gentiles were living in the way and the Jews were living in the way. They weren't practicing what they were preaching all the time. They weren't living right. They were carrying on in such a way that it was not fit for the kingdom of God. But Paul gives them the blessed assurance through the Holy Spirit that with Christ, their lives can be transformed into a life that is acceptable to God. They can be reconciled with God. Everyone can be counted as righteous. Look at verses 1 and 5 through 5 again. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. In other words, we, we got the key from God through our Lord Jesus Christ to gain access to go in through the door of peace and grace. And it says we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Aren't you glad that hope does not disappoint us? Through our trials and tribulations, we can go through our sufferings. We can endure all things. We can have the character that God wants us to have, all because of the hope that it produces from it. And it does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. My aunt has a song that she sings from time to time. And it's called Master Make Me a Blessing. Beautiful song. And in the lyrics of that song, she says, Master, hear me pray. Wash my sins away. I am a wretch undone, but I am yours. We are his, brothers and sisters. We are his. That love, that same love that was on the cross, God's love, has been poured into us. And gives us the hope to be his children. Children that have the ability to endure this life. When he looks at you, he doesn't see a sinner. By the cross of Christ, he sees a saint. When he sees you, he doesn't see an enemy. Through the cross of Christ, he sees a friend. A friend that loves you beyond measure. And verse 8 is 
the core of this apple. It's, it's the sweet core. It says, but God proves his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still wallowing in our mess, while we were going down in the muck and miry clay, when we were going down, Christ reached down and pulls us up and sits us on the rock, the solid rock. Upon the solid rock I stand. He gets us there. While we were still not acknowledging him in our life, he loved us enough that he got on the cross and stretched out his hands wide and hung his head in the locks of his shoulders for you, for me, so we can live. Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood, the total cancellation of our sins, all because of the cascading riches of his grace, not because of what we've done. Nothing that we can do on this earth can get us what we need from Christ. I don't care if you can climb the highest mountain or swim the deepest sea. It will never be enough to get what God gives us. And his grace is free. Getting something that we really don't deserve, but he gives us to it anyway. Through his blood, his redemptive blood, your sins are gone. They're not lingering around. They're gone and washed away by the powerful blood of Jesus. And let me tell you how powerful the blood is. How can a brown cow eat green grass and produce white milk? So the blood of Jesus is red. He takes a black soul like mine, like yours, dip it in red blood, and it comes out white as snow. That's how the blood of Jesus works in our lives. It keeps us from the wrath of God that we really and truly deserve. It won't knock on your doorstep. That wrath of God won't be knocking on your doorstep, but the love. The love of God. Why? Because you've been justified by his blood. Is there anyone in your life that would do the same for you? Is there anyone? I mean, I know we say, oh, I love you so much. I love you with all my heart and stuff. I'll do anything for you. But then when you say, would you die for me? Well, I don't love you that much. But Christ did. He didn't think nothing of it. While he was on the cross, you were on his mind. And he would do it again if he had to. But thank God just one time did it. And his love is everlasting. It will be there forever. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more surely having been reconciled, we will be saved through his life. So just think, in his death, we were saved. But through his life, all oh, can imagine what can be done in your life when you accept him as Lord and Savior in, in, in this world. You can make it through. You can do all things through Christ. You can be anything you want to be through him. Most of all, you'll be made worthy through Christ. Again, there is nothing that we can do to earn the love and grace of God. He gives it away freely. He didn't have to do it, y'all. He really didn't have to go through what he did do. He really did not. I want y'all to understand that because we ought to be grateful for the love of God that he gives us. He didn't have to go through that. God could have said, uh, Paul, don't tell nothing about that because they're not going to do right. 
Let them be transpired. They keep messing up all the time and everything. Even back in the Old Testament, they, they kept getting the messes and everything. But he kept getting, getting them out. You got into this mess, you keep getting out. You got into this mess, you keep getting out. But he's always there to get us out of our mess. So I'm glad that he did what he did. Aren't you glad this morning, my brothers and sisters? So repeat after me. Christ has set me free. I'm a brand new me. Christ has set me free. I'm a brand new me. Facebook, I'm turning to you. You might not can, uh, do, I, I can't hear you, but I want you to say the same thing. Christ has set you free. You are a brand new me. So my brothers and sisters, you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of getting into heaven where every day will be howdy, howdy, and never goodbye. You'll have joy that will never end. The only tears in heaven that you will have are the tears of joy that you will have when you see Jesus for yourself. And you can tell him, thank you for making me worthy of being able to step into the boundaries of heaven. Yes, Clanton had a moment where he thought he couldn't get in heaven. But I beg to differ. Through Christ, you are worthy. By Christ, you are worthy to gain life. And if you have any doubt, my brothers and sisters, if you have any doubt in your mind that you will make the heaven, I dare you to look toward the cross. Look toward Jesus. I dare you to do it. I double dare you to, to do it. And know that through his sacrifice, through his blood, through his redemption, the justification and the reconciliation that we have through Christ, we got it now. And we are worthy. Us who in reality sense are not worthy. But thanks be to God, we are made worthy through the cross of Christ. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that your amazing, unfathomable love has been poured out for us at the cross and poured into us by the Holy Spirit. We want to taste and experience more of the depth and breadth and length and height of your amazing love. Help us to walk by faith. Help us to endure in suffering. Help us to own our need of you. Help us to fully embrace your son, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Because there are some of us, probably some of us here, that haven't fully received him yet. So pour out your love into our hearts. Increase measure by the power of your Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ our Lord. Remind us that we are yours. And through the sacrifice that your son made on the cross, we are worthy. Thank you, God, that we are worthy. In his name we pray this. Amen. And now I give you the very talented, the very popular Grace Church praise and worship team to give you the haunting but powerful rendition of Tears in Heaven. Show some love. I saw you and 
I told him this during first service. I said I should be selling y'all CD at Walmart somewhere because y'all just too good for anybody, I tell you. But again, I'll say this again to them. We thank you so much for everything that y'all do. You may not hear it all the time from us, but we do appreciate everything that y'all sacrifice and y'all do. And y'all come up here Sunday after Sunday, giving your best to God first and then to us second. So we thank you very much. So show them some love. All right, stand your able. Let us dismiss from this place, but never from God's presence. So go in peace to love and serve the Lord, knowing today that you are worthy through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ to not only gain the gates of heaven, but to gain the, the pleasures of this earth. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Go in peace.